Loon's feet are set way back, making them agile in water, awkward on land. Like planes, they need a runway for takeoff, but a water one. Hey everyone, it's Elise. You're listening to a continuation of my interview with Melanie Dang Ho, a UC Santa Cruz alumna, focusing on her short film Song O Dai to Live Here, which was recently recognized by the International Documentary Association. In the first part of our interview, Melanie spoke to theorizations of hidden labor and racial capitalism, as well as personal family and cultural histories wound in the film which tells the story of Vietnamese farmers and shrimpers residing in the New Orleans area. Just a few seconds ago, you heard part of a poem by Barbara Chen, a poet whose work Melanie will reference later in today's episode. Much like in the film Song O Dai, Chen's work touches on a particularly mystifying and universal force, water. I wanted to talk about water for quite a bit. <laughs> That's something yeah. you're into talking about. Um, but it seems like just in so much of the film, I was really struck um, of the way that you displayed water. And it felt like um, in a lot of the scenes, like water was the main character and that these people were shown like against the backdrop of water. And another thing I was noticing was the intentional use of sound. Like often there's a lot of singing and chanting and water sounds. So I was wondering, uh, what what do you personally think is the importance of water in your film? Yeah, I think water was like something that I was doing research a lot about because of, just because of the the translation of water. Like in Vietnamese, it's nook. That's like the direct translation, but it also means homeland. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can add like, the word kind of like land duck uh, to nook, nook duck, which is actually homeland. Um, but you say nook and people will understand what you mean by that in relation to like a country or to a home, um, that kind of thing. So that's what first piqued my interest. And I know that there's a lot of like uh, rhetoric around water um like both within Vietnamese communities and outside of Vietnamese communities, like I think water is something that is just a motif um, that people use and that people can relate to. Um, and and to me, like I watched a lot of, I actually read a lot of poetry. Um, I don't I don't remember the name of the book itself, but there's like uh, like a book that I was gifted. And it was Vietnamese American writers, and it was, all it had to do with was water. <laughs> so it's like it's something that I definitely wanted to touch on, and it's so specific to like geography. Um, like you think about New Orleans, it's below sea level. Um, there's water everywhere. Even with Florida, uh, I grew up thinking about like water a lot. It's so humid here. <laughs> there's water in the air. You breathe water. Also, there's this particular um like plant called water spinach it's called raumuang in vietnamese um and like i grew up eating it and there was this one time where i went uh, i was in vietnam and then i came back to vietnam and at like uh, at the airport where they're checking you in um they ask you if you have like these prohibited items right and i went through like one of the gates and one of the security guards stopped me and she said 
um, do you have any round muong? And she said it in Vietnamese, and she's not <laughs> a Vietnamese person. Um, and I was like, how do you know that? How do you know that word? And she was telling me that she had to learn it because so many people are bringing it from Vietnam into the States, and it's prohibited because it's an invasive species. And it just takes so much to kill that. And the way that she said that, like, I understand, like, um, uh, what she's talking about, but the way that she said it, I couldn't help but think about, like, how that ties to identity, like, how, like, an invasive species ties to identity and it takes, like, powerful pesticides to kill it. You know, it seems like memory is just a common motif in your work and in your life. You were talking about um, flooding and like this, this sense of memory. Um, and I put down a Toni Morrison quote I was thinking about as I watched your your film because I had just, I've done a lot of reading on um, specifically with the Black diaspora. I know water is a big theme because of the transatlantic slave trade and that kind of thing. Um, but Toni Morrison wrote something where she said that all water has a perfect memory and is forever trying to get back to where it was. And I thought that tied in a lot with your writing on home. So maybe this is a very vague and broad question, but I was wondering if you wanted to describe, like, what do you believe is the relationship between water and perhaps war and memory? Yeah, well, it's such an honor to <laughs> be reminded of Toni Morrison's work. Um, the first thing that comes to mind are like the the history of boat people, um, just like having to, to traverse water to find land. Um, it's like these dualities that are so present. Um, and I think of I actually think of this song by um, Tao Wing, Tao and the Get Down Stay Down. Okay, <laughs> tongue twister. <laughs> There's, <laughs> there's um there's this song that she sings called Temple and it it's kind of like um it's kind of like a letter written in the in the position of her mother back to her and it's like this kind of like back and forth and there's this line um that she kind of whispers throughout the song and it's like why would a million dare sink in the sea and it's like so it gives me goosebumps when I when I think about it. And I I don't know, I wonder what kind of like memories those 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 bodies of water hold um in terms of like uh, like escaping or searching or traveling, transitioning, those kind of things. Yeah, you write about this idea of water and homeland. And then I thought it was such a beautiful shot where you had the boat just crossing the blue sky and water. That was just stunning. Um, but you said, Nuok as in water, as in homeland, as in what does it mean to lose a home? I was wondering if you have an answer to that question. Do you think that there is an answer to that question? Is that just sort of something that we all have to figure out for ourselves? Yeah, I mean, it falls within like displacement um, and like just... I think it, it goes back to understanding what homeland means and that, that like differs with each person and with each experience. Um, personally, I don't think I've answered any of the questions <laughs> that I asked throughout the film. Um, both like I haven't answered them myself and it doesn't get answered in the film, um, which I know probably annoys people. Uh, but <laughs> I think that's like 
I don't know. I, I live my life through more of questions than I do answers. Um, so, yeah, I don't have an answer to that. And I think it's very true that everyone has to answer it for themselves, right? So there is no universal truth to that. Thank you for listening to this special episode of UC Santa Cruz Slugcast. I want to give a huge thank you to Melanie for taking the time to share her work and wisdom with me. If you want to learn more about her film, check out the website at www.songodai.com. Until next time, this has been Elise, signing off.